Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. Got my lovely, talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, here on my side of the table. Shell, yeah. how are you doing? I'm I'm too, I'm tired. You're tired. <laughs> You've been gone all week, Wonder and the why. dogs have been on high alert. <laughs> we've got so we've got Tyler out today. Uh, Jacob's filling in on the board, and we've been down at the smokehouse this week doing some exciting stuff. It's wrapping up, and we brought in a special guest today, right? Yes, Mister <laughs> Ethan, and help me with the last name, Ethan O'Keefe. O'Keefe, Ethan O'Keefe from Grilla Grills, and Ethan, you came in town first off. Thanks for coming down and no hanging problem, out man. with us Not here in Mississippi. We're enjoying it. Um, so y'all know we've been, Shell and I have been talking about our smokehouse. Not a lot in depth, but what we've been doing, you know, I'm trying to create me an area where where it's kind of a, a fixed indoor style setting for doing the videos, the content we create. And Ethan, you kind of saw what we were doing. And I've been cooking on the Grilla Silverback for a while, and I've had a con- I've had a relationship with Grilla for a while. Yeah, and uh, you you contacted me and mentioned that y'all had the outdoor kitchen setup. It's kind of modular deal, and I guess that's the best way to describe it. It's modular outdoor kitchen. Yeah, exactly. So I was I was starting that evolve your backyard campaign, um, just something I pitched a few months ago, and got approval on all that, and wanted to move forward with it. I thought it was a perfect opportunity, great timing for you when you're building your smokehouse. And uh, I'm I'm glad it all turned out. Yeah. So so Ethan sent us man. There's a 19 inch cabinet. There's yep. a sink fridge combo. Yeah. There's a corner piece to make the L shape. Yeah. That there's a 31 inch cabinet. Mm-hmm. There's the full grill cart that the silverback sits in. But I yeah, think you built, can put in cabinet. Yeah. You can yeah. put. Uh, you can also put the Kong in it. I think you it's can adaptable. Put the Kong, the OG, and the silverback. And then yeah. we just launched the other one. Um, for the primates, yeah, we've got one wow. for for all of them now. So you could build all that into into an outdoor kitchen. That that's you know what the the big thing about it to me is it's affordable. You know, yeah. like I've priced some outdoor kitchen stuff, and I was like, man, or to have cabinets built, it ain't cheap. Yeah, and you're stuck with it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and you're kind of stuck with those fixed ones. I like these because they are. If I decide to change that shape up to move any of the components around to flip it, yeah, you want to add a grill, add anything, you can you could flip it on the whole. There's, other side make a different configuration yeah that's what that's what's cool about the modular ones and they all have like these adjustable feet so i'm gonna let ethan talk about how we set them up because i can cook all the barbecue stuff but them tiny little machine screws and all that stuff that's a little bit tricky but it wasn't that bad no i feel like we need to back up just a little bit uh sure (laughs) (laughs) take it chill (laughs) no i mean so we've been building this outdoor kitchen area and it's a pretty big area you've got set up out there and for a minute there it was nothing but a big wide open space yeah and this week we came in y'all brought the gorilla stuff and set it up and turned it into an outdoor it looks, kitchen it yeah. looks cool doesn't it yeah that was what i think you were shocked when you came down because we went y'all, you guys came in town tuesday and we kind of lined everything out what yeah. we were going to do the next day and we actually filmed setting some of this stuff up. I think we got some cool footage, but we put all the pieces together and arranged it. I had my, the only other grill that I brought down uh, at first, the first was the outlaw because I kind of wanted to see how it would fit with the grill of grills and all the cabinetry. Man, it looks sleek. 
Yeah, it, it, look, it, yeah, that it looks like we know what we're doing. Too. Yeah, it, it looks like it was made. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it couldn't look better. And so we did. Like I did a bar. I mean, I guess well, it looks like I've got a drinking problem <laughs> 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 because I put a bar inside it and a bar outside, fun. but it's a film bar. You know, we put. You know, that's that's what it's for. Because y'all know, at the house where we do videos, it's all, I'm always behind yeah. a counter or whatever, and that's important for when you're trying to get pictures of food or doing the recipes and all that. So I wanted that fixed island, and we did that out of brick. Like it, I can't move it. That's <laughs> it's fixed. But everything else behind it is completely interchangeable. I can move the grills around. Um, I did one thing I did that I really liked was we put in that screen, and it made getting all those grill components in. Like you're not worried about going through just a doorway. So what yeah. screen are you talking about? It's like Explain a. That. It, so it's a. I guess it's probably eight foot tall, and it's probably. You left a big opening. Six door foot open. wide. Yeah. It's like it's almost like a garage door, but it's all screen and it's motorized. So you just hit a button and you can make it go up and down. And that lets me roll in outlaws, bring all those cabinets in. Any grill that I want to put inside the smokehouse cook outdoor cooking area, I can easily do it with yeah. that. And so that's one thing that I thought was neat. I didn't even know I got the idea from Mark's father-in-law. You know, his, he did his whole outdoor in those motorized screens. Like every screen's motorized. I said, I oh, even his windows. Yeah, I can't. I can't afford that. But, <laughs> but we could do one. Shell said we could do one. <laughs> That's really all you needed, though. Yeah. Um, speaking of the screen, real quick, uh, we were taking bets on who's going to walk through it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be the dog. That's one thing. Yeah, I guess you got to keep. I don't know what happens if you do that. Call the screen guy, but I think it was mobile screen that's who did that for us but that's pretty slick but anyway but, uh f- before y'all ever showed up you had made like a cat like y'all talked about what you wanted and what space you had yeah. you actually made a cad drawing i didn't i had okay. i had one of, I had one of our engineers make <laughs> yeah. a cad drawing i yeah. just i sent him you know uh kind of that picture and layout that you sent me gave it to him and i was like hey man can you cad this up um i kind of want to see what it looks like uh, i think it'd be something really cool to include in that that film we're doing too so uh, he catted it up, and I, I mean, it, it looked awesome. So, yeah. and it, it looks identical to what we put in. So, when did Grill up? When did y'all start selling the cabinets? Uh, in in the past few years, uh, yeah. Mark and the team saw the opportunity, and um, it, it, it's it's a great it's a great opportunity and great great way to set up the future of how you know we we're showing that we can we can we really can evolve your whole backyard. We've got the whole system, um, so we can build all of our all of our units around the, the outdoor cooking system and the outdoor kitchen. Um, it's, it's opens up the door for a lot of good future product development. Um, yeah. even if, you know, not everything's going to be in the kitchen, but we want it to at least look seamless. Everything's going to look aesthetically pleasing. If you do choose to put it in your kitchen or, you know, additional skews to where you can build it into your kitchen. Yeah, so, so it's all on grilla. Is it grilla grills.com? Yeah. Grilla grills.com. And they, you have, you buy these pieces individually. So if you don't want the, you know, you can buy whichever component you want. So if you just got a grill and you want to put some a cabinet for storage beside it, you can buy one piece. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what's really cool. So if any size backyard or outdoor area could have one of these, you know what? They would even go in a barbecue trailer. Like if you were trying to put cabinets in your trailer, yeah. you just had like the one wall across the front of the trailer and you wanted to do a sink and, um, you know, a couple some cabinets, oh, yeah. they would fit perfect. Yeah, no, we can we sell we do sell them in like three and four piece bundles. Yeah, um, but also individually if you don't need the whole thing, um, we will have we will be updating our website soon um, in the next couple months, and we'll have like a full outdoor kitchen builder on there. 
Um, so you can like, you know, the dimensions of your, of where you're putting your kitchen, you can go in and select and actually like build your package there. Um, you like you get, do a car online now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, that's a or like thing. Home Depot does for you when you want to do your kitchen and they got the cabinet person in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be can, sweet. Yeah. That's, that is pretty cool. You can do the little floor plan for it to see if it'll fit or how it would look. Yeah. 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 So how, how hard is it to get somebody to do the whole catted 3d rendering thing like you did for me <laughs> uh he he did that in like 10 minutes oh, re- oh yeah because really? they've already got the catwalk the yeah so they they're just putting just it put together, together. Yeah. yeah yeah the cool thing about that I is can't like say that we're gonna we'll be able to do that for every yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so don't expect that but but it is cool it. man it is cool yeah it gives you an idea of how it would look and what space it would take up yep. but the yeah. dimensions for everything are on the website that's what i did so I kind of had the idea, like I knew how long my wall, like where I, my wall space was. And I was like, okay, it'd be better to L it this way. And if I had the sink over here, so I had, I had the plumber, you know, put my pipes in the right places and that gave you the measurements and you said, oh, it'll look like this. And that's when we got the drawing, which I thought was real cool. Yep. You know, you could build your outdoor kitchen one piece at a time if you wanted to. You could. Yeah. <laughs> and use it, you know, buy a cabinet, set it there. And- yep. See, uh, see if you like it. I, mean, I don't, I mean. What amazed me was like, so each piece took roughly, what, 20, 30 minutes tops to put together? Yeah. Because they come, I mean, they come with, you know, of course it's got good directions, but it's pretty much most of the same size screws. There are some little flat sink screws that yeah. go down, but they That's all. That's just uh, how we did it, you know, stage it out, put all your, your small pieces up there on the counter, all your big panels laying up against the side, so, and all your hardware is separate. Because um, I've assembled them in small spaces, it's not not as enjoyable yeah yeah <laughs> but they're pretty movable you know when you when you get them put together they're not that bad to move but they're yeah so how, how heavy are they like put together your uh, typical the base. top's the heaviest part on it because yeah. it's what is it a porcelain top yeah it's porcelain top yeah. let's see if i can find it here and what's the bottom it's all metal all like stainless stainless, stainless, stainless steel, steel so it's not supposed to rust yeah that's what's cool about being outside with it um, you know, you so these can get rained out. It's not going to ruin them if they get weathered. If you had them out, you know, with the cover, or even have you all ever done some with no cover at all, just sitting out? Yeah, and they, yeah. No, you can just wipe them off. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're in a place with where you get a lot of pollen, like it's going to help to have that. Cover, yeah, but you can wipe it off pretty easily. It would be cool if y'all had like covers made for them. I guess you could put a tarp over it or something. But we've got some covers too. Uh, oh, do they? I yeah, don't see those we're, on we're the working website. on a, a modular system too. So. With that outdoor kitchen builder, you can also build your um, kind of customized cover as well. Yeah. And it'll it'll be like you'll basically build it because each cover is going to be for each cabinet skew. So um, if if you don't have all of them, um, you can you know leave that one off. It'll be modular to where you can Velcro them all together. Um, and then if you just want to use your grill or something, you want to yeah. keep the other covered. You don't need access to the outdoor kitchen. You just you can just pull that that grill oh, cover off. That that'll keep like if they're sitting out and kind of in the elements, the pollen, dirt, yep. all that stuff off of them. Just keep protecting them even more. You won't have much maintenance on your yeah, so. smokehouse. That's gonna be nice. <laughs> no, that is good about having it enclosed. You don't have to worry about it too much. Um, so it's porcelain on the top. Yep. So, uh, what's the benefits of porcelain or? Why porcelain did y'all decide stuff. to go with so porcelain? It's, it's heat resistant. It's super, super easy to clean, and it's it's durable. So, okay. so you can set stuff right off the grill, right on top of it, not and it's not gonna it. exactly. Yeah, okay. like if you laid a yeah. grate on it, or yeah. if you took a hot pan right out the smoker full of meat, and you can set it right on that countertop. Yep, not gonna phase it. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of them are pr- plastic, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they can burn. 
Well, it's like ours are now are granite, and I've, I've actually stained. I mean, it's you it can't see stained. it a lot, but it stains out there. Yeah, setting stuff on it that I shouldn't have, and I know. But man, you're the heat of you're the heat of battle out there. <laughs> <laughs> Fight the grill. You said yeah. you know you pull stuff off and set it on there. And, you Those know? countertops they're UV resistant too. So okay, that's a big part of it. So they're not gonna yeah. fade. Yeah. That's important too for outdoor kitchens. So when they ship those things, is like shipping included on the price on the website or shipping extra? Uh, no, it's shipping. Shipping is free. Oh, oh, is it? Dang, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, so the price is the price. Yeah, the price is the price. Yep. And you can't beat that. I've always uh, liked how Grilla does the, you know, direct to consumer. You know, it's yep. website yeah. to consumer. You can't go to a store and buy it. And you cut out that middleman, you cut out that middle cost, you get a better. Helps us a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can be super competitive. Yeah. With that structure. That's why. You, you know what's real cool about it, Shell? The Price is Right had the whole outdoor grill kitchen on there. Did they? It was like <laughs> it was the same. I think it was the same setup we built. They reached <laughs> out. And uh, yeah, we sent them and it was on like primetime, like CBS. Uh, they had a, a night for like a outdoor family theme night. Yeah, and they reached out. I guess they were just looking at outdoor kitchens online, and we sent them. And uh, yeah, it was aired on there. They ended up someone ended up winning it too, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome! Showcase showdown to get the grill outdoor kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that was the last place I thought I'd be. You know, did you get to go? No, 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 that, no. they didn't fly out there. No. So was it a prize pack or was it the showcase showdown or do you know? <laughs> it, I think it was just the prize pack. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. That's pretty. I'm cool, a, a little bit of a yeah Price is Right fan <laughs> from my childhood. Hey, kid, who didn't watch Price is Right before the Duggum Soap Operas come on? Young and the Rest? <laughs> yeah. no, I, like, I, I guess we're going we're gonna to tap into those 70-plus-year-old you know, yeah. yeah, anyone that's retired. That's right. That's when you start uh, really getting serious about your outdoor kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a long time, we've had just – I wouldn't even call it an outdoor kitchen. It was an outdoor covered area. Yeah, it was. And it was nice, you know, and you had two bars – at our old setup, uh, you had the two bars and you had an outdoor area to put your grills, but it never looked really professional or, you know, it yeah, was just it grills. Was, off, I had wall-to-wall it, grills yeah, instead just of cabinets. Grills. And <laughs> leaves would get in there in the corners. and Yeah, it stayed, it stayed filthy. I mean, yeah, it stayed dirty it and stuff. Every single day that you went out there to cook. So I like the fact that these modular cabinets give you that look, you know, yeah. it looks professional. It looks nice. It doesn't look like some grills in a line on your back patio. Yeah. yeah and you don't have to hire somebody to come, you know, build it. That's yeah. right. Pretty easy to, to assemble. That's, so. that was, that was the big thing. I mean, some of them were heavy. To, I mean, they're pretty heavy. So you need like a little two wheeler to move it around yeah. and then help someone help you stand them up and stuff. Sometimes it's, it's a, you know, two person job. Yeah. But you can invite You've a couple done them, like yeah. solo, I'm sure. But. I have. It takes a little longer, but yeah. two people definitely helps. Yeah. How many of those have you put together? Um, recently, I've I've put together quite a few, probably mm-hmm. seven or eight, just in the past couple months. So it kind of helped me, I think, for this week too. Yeah. Do you do you have to still read the directions? No. Yes. I don't, I, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe to identify all the parts that look yeah. the same. But. Yeah. Yeah, no. they did a pretty good job writing the instructions. So, but you can invite a couple buddies over, grab a case of beer, yep, yeah, put your outdoor to kitchen together in one day, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we did. Yeah, we did the whole thing. And <laughs> we thought it was going to take a full day. I think, yeah, it was half a day. Yeah, half yeah. a day. I was surprised by how fast it went together. I was too. Once you start, now there were. Um, I said you used to ship them. You said they were pretty much assembled. You just had to put the feet and some doors or something on some yep. of them, right? Yeah. But now they've kind of packed them down to save on some of that shipping cost yeah. and make it easier. Yeah, flat pack. So they come. So. Yeah, 
Yeah. But to me, that helps. Like you're gonna have less damage with them because you know how shipping is, man. We see it every day. Yeah, I mean, you- shipping companies will just thrash your stuff. Oh, I, I mean, buy, you know, yeah. it's a wonder how they do it. But I'm, I mean, with that, with those, they seem pretty sturdy. The way it's packed, I mean, I guess, the, I guess if someone did yeah, drop and- it off the truck, it might break something. But- yeah. Then you don't you don't have six pallets showing up to your front door either. Yeah, that yeah. you don't know what to do with. That's you know, right. You live in town, like you got to worry about all those pallets. So. Yeah, how do those come to you? Like when you, from a consumer standpoint, they'll ship on a pallet. Yeah, they'll you know they'll put everything. Um, since it's flat pack now, you could probably fit your whole kitchen. I guess I brought down a lot of it in my truck, but yeah, you could probably fit that on two pallets. Wow. Yeah, and they'll just lift gate it off right for you. Yep. And that's all included yeah. in the price? See, that's what's crazy because most of those companies I know, oh. when they, we try to ship something like that, they throw that $250 lift gate. 750 sometimes, it, yeah. It depends, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. they just do it through logistics company. That's why we ask for a phone number because um, we need someone to be there so yeah. they can schedule a drop-off for it. And uh, yeah, right at your doorstep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's easier than going and buying it and hauling it back home. So which one's your favorite? Grill it like you. So, do you have the grilla grills in the kitchens at your house? Are you cooking I'm, on them? I'm now? in the middle of building it. Yeah, now. I've got the grills, but I'm in the middle yeah. of uh, putting the kitchen up. Have you got a favorite one that you cook on all the time? Or um, I cook a lot of steak, so I, I use the Kong a lot. Okay. Yeah. Ceramic Kamado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if it's like you know a weeknight, I don't feel like getting the charcoal burn and getting that thing heated up. I use the silverback all the time. Yeah, yep. That's been mine. I mean, it's I like what was cool about it to me is with the app. You can start it from your phone. It's like the only one I know you can start from. And I don't know. No, you've uh, had so grills that had that technology, you can't, you can't but start it you from could your never phone get it to get them to work. Right? <laughs> yeah. to work. But the griller one works right. But I can be sitting at the office and turn it on. By the time I get home, it's ready to go. Yeah, I don't know how good that is for everybody though. Yeah, what that's, if- <laughs> a, that's a big discussion we've had at work. Just liability stuff. <laughs> uh, we are we are going to roll a new app out and. I don't know yeah. if that's one of the features you oh, really? to keep just for liability. Yeah. Well, purposes. if you can do so, I would give that up if you can let it control multiple grills. Because, see, I've got grills at the smokehouse. And I've still got my grills at home. That might so, be coming, Malcolm. So, oh, so you're saying <laughs> you say you don't want to leak anything, but you may be able to control more than one grill on. No, you will. You, be, you will yeah. be able to. You need to barbecue at multiple locations. Well, you never know. <laughs> well, so right now, like the app is like, so if I've got a silverback that I'm running and a and a chimp at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd have to, if, if it's, um, set on the silverback, I'd have to actually remove that grill and then do it with the chimp. So the new app will actually be able to control both at the same time. You can monitor all the temperatures. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. But yeah, uh, so that makes sense. Like that startup feature, I think is why they were kind of worried because, um, when you can control multiple grills and say you've got cover on one of them and you accidentally start the wrong grill. So that's yeah, that's yeah. that's the been of the scale. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you fire one up. And you forgot about it. Yeah, or, yeah. Had, that's. They, Have y'all they tested? Definitely, to they see definitely got to take that off. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tested to see what happens when you fire up a grill with a cover on? No, I haven't. <laughs> I think I know, but yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a melty mess. Yeah. I no. wonder if it. Yeah, I guess it would get hot because it's got the fan pushing air. It's got to go. So, oh, it blow it up. What do you yeah. think it'd build up a pressure yeah, underneath the cover? It, yeah, it blocking the smokestack. It'd just fill up and then combust, and it wouldn't be that'd be a good little video. What not to do? You got one we can, you got one we can try. <laughs> we might have a scratch and dent. Yeah, scratch and dent. See what it does. That seems like a job for, for the Mark. sake of you know legal legal sake. 
Um, the other night, I said, do you want me to cut that grill off? Because I walked outside and I could hear the grill was still on. I said, do you want me to cut that grill off? And you went, oh, don't worry about it. And you pulled up your phone and turned it off. I was like, oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. It is. Very handy. I love the Wi-Fi. Yeah, you don't realize how much, you know, how much of a benefit it is, but mm-hmm. I use it all the time. Do you ever use the monitoring part, Mel? All the time. Like the meat so, monitoring? So, so when I do like a, I've done overnight pork butts you know i like to put them on before we go to bed it's linked to my phone i'll put the probe in it and you can set your temp so you know i'm watching it all night and it'll send you alerts if the pellet gets low or whatever what the grill's doing but it you know i've tried doing that with some other products and it just it doesn't stay connected in my house i guess you've got walls that you're going through and everything but the i honestly haven't had a single issue with Grilla not connecting. Yeah. And it even sends you a message like when the grill shuts down, it lets you know what it's doing. That's a, they're that technology. I know they come out like uh, y'all were one of the later ones to the game on mm-hmm. putting it on a pellet grill, but yep. when they did it, they did it right because it's super easy. It's really, it's really like consumer friendly. And we'll have, we'll have a new controller and stuff uh, yeah. relatively soon. Whenever we run out the roll out the new app as well. Um, what I use mine a lot for is like if I'm doing pork butts, I just did one a couple weeks ago and, um, rather than getting up to, to rest it, you know, at, at like whatever, four or five in the morning, I'll just shut the grill off. Yeah. Let it rest in there for a few hours. Just let it just hang out. Yeah. yeah. Do you drop the temp or you just turn it off? I like, just turn it off. Yeah. Cause it'll, that chamber is still going to hold it for a couple yeah, hours. Yeah. So. My biggest thing with, if I could tell you this, just face to face on a podcast, I gotta see a bigger grill, man. <laughs> we got a lot of projects working right now. Um, That's my complaint with the Silverback is I wish it was a little bit bigger. I yeah. mean it's it's a it's the great it's a great size. You can do a lot on it, but when you cook as much as I do, and it's, it's like and I guess everybody bigger's better. You know, you think bigger's better. You know, I get that's, yeah, that's I guess you big, get to. Yeah, that's been a big conversation and, yeah. and focal point. We've we've heard a lot of uh, feedback about that. Um, we we take a lot of that into account for our product development. And yeah, we've, yeah, we've got some exciting projects um, along those lines. It's so not all I'll say. Grilla has been like that's been a brand of smoker. It has to have been for over ten years or more, right? Close because around eight. Because I remember, like the first one, and I don't—they didn't call it the OG back then. It was just a grill, a grill. It looked like R, I always called it yep. R two D two. Yeah, you know, it's the one. Like Mark Lambert had one. I was like, well, Candy Weaver had one too, a long time ago. And it's—it's it's got the sliding door on it, and it's kind of like a—I guess it takes after a Weber shape, just for the great cooking yeah. surface. And it's all below it, and those things cook like a champ. But and. Yeah, um, they cook chicken really, really. A lot yeah, of people use yeah, them for, for chicken. chicken. That yeah. being our first grill, like people still rave about it, just because you know if we go to a show or they see photos of it, people are interested because it doesn't look like a normal pellet yeah. grill. Do y'all still sell those? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh really? Y'all yeah. still sell those? Yeah. No, yeah. So we've got like even our product development team. So we've got our new projects coming, um, but we're we're not neglecting all the old products. We're actually updating. Um, all of those and kind of doing like 2.0 versions of those. So you won't see a phase out. They'll mm-hmm. they'll continue to sell those yep. at that price. Yep, that's good to know. That's one thing I do like. Like Grilla seems to listen, like to consumers. Like when yeah. you when you ask for something, I know they've come out with a lot of cool things. Like the uh, I call them a wing rack. I don't know what y'all call them, but it's perfect for cooking chicken wings. Yeah, is it was is like it the jerky jerk, rack? Is it the yeah, jerky yeah. rack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's the perfect wing rack. Explain that. What is it? It goes inside. Like I, I use it in the silverback, but it's like a rack system. It's got three tiers, 
that you just set on your original cooking grate. And so it gives you, I mean, there's another rack in the griller, but I never really used that mm-hmm. one. I'll use that wing rack or jerky rack the most to cook different stuff. I mean, you can put ribs on I've cooked ribs on it. Um, I know you can do pizzas on it. Mark, you can Mark do, loads it up with pizzas. Yeah, so. yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff on it, and it, and it gives you um, a lot more cooking space. So we even used it like at camp for doing uh, our smoked summer sausage. We were putting up, making summer sausage and smoking it. Yep. We used it for that to stack. I think we got in the silverback, we had like 12, you know, two and a half, three pound sticks of summer sausage in yeah. that thing because did, of that rack. How did you notice it cooked like? Oh, it cooks really even. even. Yeah, yeah. We didn't ro- we didn't rotate. We just keep it low the ho- as low as it'll go the whole time. You didn't notice any hot spots? Mm-mm, no, I hadn't noticed it on there cooking wings or. But I mean, when I cook wings, I crank it up anyway. Yeah. Now that is so with a smaller grill like the Silverback is. I'm, I'm, what y'all square footage? It's like seven something. Yeah. Square inches. With those smaller ones, you don't have as much the temp- different temperatures yeah. across the grate. You run into that with the bigger grills, but the grill is. The that size grill cooks pretty even all across it. I think uh, that size grill is perfect for your average family. Yeah, it is at, at that price too. Yeah, what's that price? Eight, Just curious. Eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. That's with the cabinet. If and you that, want the uh, like the AT cart, it'd be a thousand ninety nine. Yeah, bucks. Yeah. And that's delivered, right? Yeah. That's, yep. to, your that's to your door. Taxes and everything. Yep. Okay. Um. I wanted to ask about like, did y'all do some research on outdoor kitchens and people um, get more interested in outdoor kitchens? And yeah, it's it's been a huge uh, theme, especially since COVID. People, you know, are cooking yep. a lot more at home. Um, that's kind of when the industry started taking off a little bit, and saw a great opportunity just to continue to build off that because people people want it. Um, a lot of it is like you know people that like to entertain and have have people mm-hmm. over, have family over. Um, everything's right there. Um, did a lot of market research about it. I find that pretty interesting because, I mean, I'm not out there cooking all the time, but I want it to look nice when we have people over yeah. and we're hanging out. And Well, it's an extension of your kitchen yeah, inside. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. just the being outside. And that's, I mean, that's what we enjoy doing. I mean, And you don't have to dirty and smoke up your own kitchen. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's true. Oh, it still gets dirty. Well, I mean, (laughs) so all the components, I guess, except for the actual grill cabinet, could work with any grill. I mean, you could set, you don't have, yeah, yeah, you could, you could set those up and they're going to, they're going to go seamlessly if you've got a freestanding propane grill that you like or, you know, if you've got another smoker that you want to set around it or just use those components for storage and stuff. It's, that's what's cool about these, the, Cause that's, that's all I've got at my, my house right now is just like the 31 and a half inch, the 19 and a half inch. Yeah. And it's super nice. Cause I can put all the, all my tools and everything in there. Keep like pellets. greasy stuff, pellets, and then I'm not running in and, in and out. Yeah. Uh, so is yours covered where it is or is it uncovered? It's on a covered patio. Yeah. <clears throat> that was what I was wondering. Like if they get, if, if they do get rained down, are those inside of those cabinets, are they going to leak? Are you going to get water on the inside? If you got your pellets in there or no, they're going to be yeah. fine. Um, no no rust issues or anything with it being stainless steel uh we haven't we haven't had very few complaints about the kitchen yeah. so and they're up off the ground there i mean you have you probably got two two and a half inches of adjustable space yeah because you can level these so you don't have to worry about you know if, it, if your ground's yeah. not exactly like, level in your grilling area you could just roll simply roll these wheels out and it's pretty steady yeah my patio's got a little pitch to it just for yeah. for drainage into the yard and that's that's what i gotta do so 
uh, the top will look completely seamless. Um, you just kind of level those outside feet to make your yeah. countertops level. They do have uh, like straps you can get to like with our pieces. We didn't lock them together because they fit so well out in the cooking area. But if you wanted to make it like almost like a solid unit, you could put those straps on the back of them, hold them yeah. together. You could even like um, caulk the lids to where it looked like kitchen cabinets on the inside where all of your cabinets meet one small smooth surface but i was impressed by how well they butt up to each other to where you really don't even notice yeah. your, your builder did, did a pretty good job because yeah. completely flat we just, <laughs> yeah we just knocked them all the way down and yeah and stuck them, them in yeah yeah but it does give you a little extra height and clearance so if you want to like uh wash off on your grill in there if you're pressure washing or just washing with the water hose you can clean keep underneath it, higher. it. You yeah. can spray. Like it. Yeah, because yeah. I get a lot of grass and stuff under there if I'm yeah. heat eating around the patio, so I can just leaf blow underneath it. And it comes, everything comes right out, yeah. keeps it nice and clean. We also have a sink. We've ne- you've never had an outdoor sink. No, ever a water hose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ca- that's I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, and that one can like you don't if you don't have a place to plumb it in. You could just run that flexible hose out, like through a water. It has a, oh. a water hose adapter where you could run yep. it away from your patio. Yep. Uh, you could probably want, run it into some kind of catch, or like that bucket or something. Under, you want yeah. under decking or something? Yeah, that goes you could, to your gutter. You can run. You it could run it into that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that old uh, sink we used to take with us. The barbecue, <laughs> the barbecue sink. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it's a it's a lot like that mobile sink <laughs> that you like a little fish cleaning sink. Yeah, except this one's like. It's an undermount. It's wide. You could you could probably you could get all I mean, some pretty good sized racks in that sink to clean them and stuff. Yeah. And it's a decent size. It comes with a it's like a commercial sprayer on it. Yeah, I was yeah. shocked at that. That was one thing that I unboxed and like, well, you know, as you know, you think you're getting this outdoor sink. It's just gonna have generico gooseneck thing on it. No, this one's got the. I mean, it's heavy, heavy it looks, stainless. Yeah, like a re- restaurant. Yeah, it's got the big weight on it that pulls the cord back. It's got different. Uh, pressures on it you know you can push the button on size just like the one in the house on the kitchen faucet um and it's i mean it's 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 pretty cool it's got some power behind it too it does and this one like so we had it to where we could hook it right into our sink drain on the opposite wall behind it in the kitchen the hot water cold water comes out so it's right there ready to go it's a it's like a regular kitchen sink got the plumber coming soon to do that yeah yeah he's supposed to be coming actually monday so i should have it all plumbed in and the beer we didn't do that. <laughs> That's one yeah, thing yeah. we didn't tackle. I didn't want yeah. us to have to cut the wall to get the water supplies in. So, and uh, the beer fridge is pretty nice. Did you put any beer Got in to have there? That. Huh? No, I haven't put any in it yet. I need. I need to because you know, yeah. so beer is important. Because you're gonna kind of modify it, right? Because yeah, and so where the plug, plug is, in, yep. so you don't have to bring it off the wall. That's right. That's right. So what now? Uh, so where I did my wall. Um, they have like on the back of the panels, they have like circles cut for your power cords. And so we're going to have to go in there and like, but, but my outlet's like behind the 19 inch cabinet. So for it to set flush, I'm going to have to drill a hole and come through to get back to that. Oh, so, gotcha. So, but the, the refrigerator doesn't, it gives you some room. It doesn't slide like all the way back up in there. So you've got what, a couple inches, I guess. You, yeah. You probably got four inches yeah. of clearance in the back. So that's a cool little beer fridge. I mean, I guess you could put whatever you want in it. Yeah, could you you throw your meat in there and stuff? Yeah, you could. I don't see why not. Um, Is it lighted? I didn't. Yeah, it's got a blue. It'll have a blue light to it. You've got your lights off. It'll have a cool uh, blue blue light that you can turn on. That's cool. 
so we built this smokehouse on actually it's on some land that we own out in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right there at Malcolm's little hunting uh house. So you kind of get the hunting house and you get the smokehouse is right behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's kind of set up for y'all to crash and hang out and Man set cave. up for guests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted you were down there. You stayed what two, three nights down there. I yep. wanted to talk to you about like what was it like just staying at Malcolm Land. Uh, much nicer than the deer camps I grew up staying at. So no, it was perfect. And you you put I I told him I was like, man, your wife must be doing all the decorating because it looks pretty dang good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you all will probably see some of it on some of the videos we're gonna release uh because like Shell came in in the indoor part and just bloated out the water. I mean the back all the shelves right. and everything yeah, you we did back there. Yet. Yeah. You still got some more today? Oh, yeah. We hung Frank up. Who's Frank? <laughs> Frank is the big wild boar that we that we got from our friend Frank up in Michigan. And so that's so we're calling Frank. That's his name. <laughs> Named him after Frank. He's really, it's really cool. Yeah, like, it's it on the really wall cool. over Every the fridge. Every smokehouse needs one of those. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got to have a wild boar hanging up there. Uh, I moved it from, it's been at the office for a while. I moved it from the office to my car. You kind of have to bear hug it to do that. And it's super gross. It's like, it's too realistic, you know? <laughs> you're looking you, at it right in yeah. the face where you're toting it. <laughs> He's real rough and, ugh. But no, we've brought some of our trophies that we've won over the years. And, and then we've got, you know, we've got some uh, favorite bourbons and, and <laughs> spirits that I like to drink sitting on the wall. And, so you said you were like, I want to put some bourbons and, and things on these shelves. And you said, I, I guess I need to go buy some. I was like, well, let's see what we got. You hauled in like four times. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, this is from the office. Some of us from the house. Some of us from, you know. Already down there. Already down camp. there. Yeah. But once we got it on the wall, I was like, I don't think we need to buy any more right now. We had a, I didn't realize how much you had collected over the years and how much people have given you. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty sweet. All of it's consumable. Though. Oh, yes. It's not like I'm hoarding it. You're not a collector that doesn't drink no, it. No, I'm not a collector that doesn't drink it. We, yeah. If it's sitting there and we put our eyes on it, we're probably going to open it. Just about all of them's open. I mean, Yeah, there's a lot of them yeah, that's open. Yeah. And if they're not open, there's another one like it that is. It already is, open, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I hate when people are like, I'm going to keep this bottle forever and ever, you know? Yeah. Like we went to a party one time and somebody brought this really nice whiskey out and they poured everybody like about this much and set it out. And then they put their top back on it and put it back in their car, took it back out to their car, put it back in their car. (laughs) And I mean, it's their whiskey. They can do with it what they want. But my thing is if, you know, I don't care how much it is. If we're having a good time, we might drink the whole bottle, you know, (laughs) we might knock it out and don't drink it. Like it's, Jim Beam. Yeah. <laughs> we might drink at least Jim He was telling me to help myself to whatever, and I've seen, like, custom bottles that say, like, killer hogs on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not touching that, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, those. Uh, hey, uh, the guys that gave me that, uh, uh, they they told me specifically enjoy it because they can get more bottles. So. Yeah, yeah. So you can have more bottles made. Yeah, he's got one that's got the uh, Ole Miss National Championship engraved in it. Yeah, that's pretty that, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was real cool. Shout out to Jack for sending us the Woodford with killer hogs and stuff. That was a huge bottle of Woodford he sent. Yeah, it's down there now. See, uh, he had sent me one and had my name on it, and I kept it for a while. And then, I don't know, Tom got desperate. <laughs> <laughs> we ran, ran out. out of Woodford at the house. <laughs> it's Sunday. You're out of Woodford. I yeah. opened a shells bottle. We drank I mine, too. Bottle, I think yeah. the original one. I, pour, I think I filled it back up. <laughs> so, why not do that? I mean, who cares if it's open? Did you fill it back up with Woodford, or did yeah. you fill it back up with? No, it's got Woodford in it. <laughs> 
I like Woodford. It's one of my fa- one of my favorites. Well, um, this weekend is actually Father's Day weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is, I gotta go see my dad. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And I was like, "What should I get Malcolm for Father's Day?" And I was like, "He just got him like a smokehouse. A smokehouse. Yeah, I think I'm okay. He's okay. okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. It's kind of like a, a dream come I've to life. I've never really seen is. a deer camp or a smokehouse with a guest bedroom. So, yeah. oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have you have a guest house to your deer camp. Yeah, that's guess. that's pretty much what it is. It's like a pool house. Yeah. that was what I told the builder. The builder had to tell him to get the permit. He's like, we're building a pool house. I couldn't tell him it's a smokehouse. They're like, well, that's not going to be fire code, you know? Yeah. Even though you're out in the middle of nowhere. But uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You've got an exhaust system. Yeah, I've got an exhaust system in there. It's fine. So how'd the exhaust system fire work? Extinguisher. It works. It works good. I mean, so I was kind of concerned that when we fired up the first grill, I mean, it gets, you know, when you upon up initial startup, they smoke. That's what they're supposed to do. And, you know, as long as you cut on the exhaust system, you know, a few minutes, it pulls it right out. And it yeah. takes a few minutes, mm-hmm. and it gets a little – I mean, there was some smoke gathering, but it uh, it eventually pulled I can it, still pulled smell it. my hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's a good smell. Yeah. <laughs> I got in the shower last night, and I was like, yep. I was like, <laughs> so the smokehouse name fits it, right? Yes, definitely. And it's going to be – that's. That but it wasn't a bad, why. like, dirty smoke smell. No, no. It was a nice yeah, – it was good. Yeah. I mean, you want it to – I want to season that room. You know, I, to, yeah. I want it to smell like a smokehouse when you go I in there. I bet your neighbors can smell that from oh, yeah, they At the house, they do. Like, all over our neighborhood now. Yeah. I mean, when we fire them up, the, everybody knows you're cooking because yeah. I mean, it just gets in the air. Um, We did look to see if that – because we'd never used that evac. Is, is it evac? Yeah, I guess. Yes, yeah. Smoky evac. Smoky evac. So we'd never used it before. We went to see if it was actually working and, like, step outside, and you could really see the smoke Pulling, getting yeah. pulled out. Yeah. I do have a, one of those big ass fans in there, and it kind of works against it because if you got you, you can't you could probably reverse the fan and it would help, but you don't want to be pushing air down while you're trying to evac it up. Mike just works shut against the fan it, off so we just shut the, the fan off, let the yeah. let the exhaust fan pull it out, then you flip your fan back on, and you got air circulating again. Mikey told me he tried to reverse it, yeah, and, and he said the smoke came up so fast. Oh, it's that it it wouldn't pulling it out fast yeah. enough and it was pushing it back down yeah so it was kind of creating like a i think it, it worked better just to let kill the fan, let the exhaust pull it out and then turn your fan but i did notice this like when we're out there and you're seasoning meat with the big fan it's a little too you can't run it on high because it's blowing your rub everywhere yeah. <laughs> it's like more of it's coming back on me than it is yeah going on the meat when you got that fan rolling so it'll put out some air can you turn it down to like low oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's got six speed six speed fan <laughs> you coming on up in the world coming on up we got a six speed fan no more chain pull high medium low we got to roll some smoke on some new products we, we did yeah yeah we, not something we can talk uh, about a ton <laughs> so what uh, did y'all cook we uh we did um a, a new orleans style barbecue shrimp mm-hmm. and what'd you cook that on the silverback silverback yeah. we did um so it was, you know, it, the, we'll have a recipe coming out for it, but it was, you know, the Worcestershire, the butter, the lemon, you know, seasonings, shrimp thrown in, the French bread to dip it all. That's the best part. I think so, too. I mean, the shrimp's yeah. good, but the yeah. bread dipped in the... Can you see a difference if you... So you're putting your cast iron in the pellet grill. Can you... I'm sure you can taste the difference and when you're cooking that sauce and everything on the pellet grill as opposed to 
honestly. You know, uh, oh, I, yeah, I think you get more of that smoke flavor in it because yeah. I mean it's it. Is, I use my pellet grills as an extension of my oven instead of doing it inside. Yeah, and but there's a subtle essence you get. It's not overly smoked or anything. It's yeah. not like you know you're putting the smoke to it because I'm cooking at 350 on it. But still, it does give you some flavor that I like. Yeah, I think you get that. You know essence of smoke that's not overpowering but it's still i mean it's just cool to cook outside on grill oh if that's, it's going in the oven it's going yeah, on grill. yeah why not yeah. we uh we did so we got to go to arkansas was a week before last mm-hmm. and we did some trout fishing on the way back we stopped to get fuel you know and of course they had some food inside these little gas stations you know how they do right down in the south and uh you and michael went in and got some sausage and biscuit or whatever y'all got chicken on stick i think was it? Yeah, chicken on stick. And then I saw this lady was putting out something. And it was skewers, and it was something wrapped in bacon. And I was like, "Ooh, what is that?" And she's she called them like brown sugar uh, barbecue chicken on a stick or something like that. And I said, "I'll take two of those." <laughs> and so I got them. And when I bit into it, it's like melted in my mouth. You could tell they had a smoker out back doing them. But it was. Um, and so I said, "I'm doing a video on that." So I did some of those too. And I basically took thighs, trimmed them up a little bit, cut them in half, half a slice of bacon, and just wrapped it around them, and then they stack them on a skewer. So it's chicken on a stick. and then Bacon-wrapped chicken uh, on yeah, a stick. Bacon yeah, bacon-wrapped chicken on a stick. And then I seasoned them just with barbecue rub pretty heavy and then coated them in brown sugar on all sides and just let that hang out while the gr- the pellet grill came up to temp. And then we put them on that grilla. Uh, I cooked them on, like, one of our, you know, raised racks so they're easy to move. You don't have to worry about you know, the bacon falling off or anything. And what they run about an hour and a half, I think. Oh, really? They ran that long? Yeah, because I cooked, I cooked them at 275. Okay, and, I, okay. you know, and I wanted the bacon to kind of brown up. So I slowed yeah. them down a little bit. Yeah. But um, at the end, I took them off and brushed them with sauce and put them back on and glazed that sauce. And man, I called them uh, barbecue chicken littles because they're like little bites <laughs> yeah. of chicken. Man, <laughs> they, were, good. they, were, they good. were good. They were good. And That's- then the prototype, I. Uh, the grill we may not talk about, I don't know, but it's pretty sweet. Uh, I'll just say we'll have a, uh, a a big announcement coming soon, no yeah, pun intended. That nobody knows about. No pun intended. It is a big announcement. Yeah, it is a big announcement. But uh, we cooked, and we did a butt overnight. We did a couple racks of ribs. We did probably, I don't know, five or six pounds of whole chicken wings. We did about... Heck, probably ten pounds of smoked sausage, mm-hmm. and, then we, and, we even, sausage. and then we even did some uh, corn on the cob, all on the same grill. It was a Price Is Right. Spread. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we put it all on a board and took pictures with it. Yeah. And all that. So Mark was there with us the whole time. Uh, actually, Mark and Mikey and Jamie came down. We had all hands on deck, and uh, me and Mark kind of tag team that. He did the ribs, I did the wings, and Mark hung all the sausages on there. And, we uh we let that butt run like we went to dinner we went down to the Como Steakhouse and got us a steak I wanted I wanted to give them a little taste of Mississippi and yeah, that's so cool. when we go to deer camp it's like the beginning of deer season like night before opening day we all all of us get together and go to Como and Como is this old fashioned steakhouse in the, in the middle of nowhere Mississippi but everybody knows about because so we were on a Wednesday night and yeah. it was what packed wasn't it yeah it was completely full. yeah. And so oh, some nights it's two hour wait to get in yeah, there. Yeah. And it's one of those places where you order your steak, it automatically comes with a salad and they want the salad. They want to know which, how you want your baked potato. Yeah. That's how it's coming. Texas toast. Yep. And then we got the, we had to get the mushrooms, and yeah. the fried pickles. 
of course, a couple cold beers. Yeah. <laughs> Those come with it yeah. too. So how did that? How did you think Como stacked up? To, to, I thought it was good. It was. Yeah. It was. Was it on charcoal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah charcoal grill them like. right there in the, in the restaurant. If you, I don't know if you noticed. But those guys are cooking them in pits right inside, the, oh, like really? out in the dining room. Oh, uh, I didn't see. Yeah, that. yeah. When we walked we were in, in that back room. Yeah, we went to the side, of, and uh, if, you'd have, if we'd have walked straight back, we'd have walked by both grills. No, but I got the, the fourteen ounce ribeye. Man, that was that was. Good. It was good. I I didn't eat all mine. I brought it back, and Mark yeah. whipped it up. We had like steak and eggs the next morning. Biscuits. Yeah, Mark. Mark wasn't at the smokehouse this morning, so we didn't get. Breakfast. <laughs> we didn't eat <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, yeah he's a I, breakfast. I told machine. him last night. I said, "Don't expect breakfast in the morning because when Mark's here, he gets up and he cooks breakfast for everybody." <laughs> but we didn't eat it this morning, though. Hey, one of the things <laughs> we were talking about those skewers. I was talking to Nate yesterday. I was like, when you were doing that, it's like, man, I've done a lot of stuff the same, like maybe buffalo chicken or something yeah. wrapped with bacon. It's like if you put it on a skewer, you've only got to flip it like. One yeah, yeah, one time. Instead of flipping every little individual right. piece, mm-hmm. uh, and That's I was exactly like, "Man, right. there's a lot of things that I could skewer that I normally don't." Yeah, yeah. No, and then I, you just slide it off to serve it. Yeah, yep, yeah. You don't have to serve it on the skewer too. We've I've done that a lot too. Those make great appetizers. I mean, I guess you could eat a whole skewer of them for a meal. They were pretty good. <laughs> like I had two or three. Yeah, but you could go all kinds of different ways with those. It's almost like you know I did those chicken bombs where I, it was like jalapeno. With the cream cheese in it, with the thigh wrapped over it, wrapped in bacon. You could do many versions of those and then wrap them and stack them on there. Oh, it's almost like idea. roll ups, yeah. like when you do deer roll ups or, you know, dove roll ups or something like that. But I kind of just used the chicken thighs and went barbecue flavors instead. Yeah. You were talking about, you said, I think that'd be good Asian flavors. And I oh, think, I think it really would. Like like you marinated the thighs, did like, yeah. T- yeah, did that and did kind of like that. General Sal's type sauce or something on it. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be really, really good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, to me, Como is one of the best steaks houses around. It just walks in, you smell it, you know. Well, and it's, I mean, it, the building it's in, it looks like it's 200 years old. Oh, it is. It probably is. Cool. That was one of the major stops of the rail, railroad back in the day. That's okay. why the farming industry was booming. And that's where I guess they would. Cattle and cotton, that was all big there. Is it all so, local beef there then? Yeah, uh, it's Mississippi. They they had a sign up. They get there. It's like Mississippi Cattlemen's Association. Okay. So they are cooking. They're trying to cook local like that. They actually, I should have walked you by and showed you, but they have an old like meat box right there like by one of the grills. And if you wanted to go pick your steak out, you could have went and picked the one you wanted, and they would have uh. cooked that one for you. How do they keep yeah. up with that? I don't when know. They're they do it though. Yeah, I mean, I guess they got some kind of marker they put on it. If you pick the steak out, you get it. One of the big things they do at Como, and nobody, I mean, the, the the ones that know know about it is their salmon. They do a, They cook their salmon on the same grill they cook their steaks on. So the whole time they're like basting their steaks and stuff, and it's all on the grates and dripping down. You so if you're cooking that beside it, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a place like if you, if you you don't like you know how some people the weird people say. Are you cooking meat on that grill? You don't want to get nothing that you can't have meat cooked on. Yeah. Because it's all got meat cooked on it, but it has that steak flavor the salmon does. And uh, Nate, the camera guy that went with us, got the – I've never seen anybody got it, but he got the big pork chop. Dude, he said – he tried your ribeye. He, he said, said the pork better chop than, was better than the ribeye. Yeah. It was like a double thick – I mean, it was a monster. I thought Waylon's gotten it before and said that too. Uh, has he got? Yeah, it? I thought so. One thing I don't like there is the lamb. It's a little – not one of <laughs> a little lamby, a little lamby. Yeah, 
I try to steer people away from the lamb when we go. Yeah, Mark Mark gave us the same yeah, conversation don't eat on the, the lamb. way down. Yeah. Don't, he, t- he told y'all don't order the lamb? Yeah. Yeah. Not known for our lamb in Como. But, no, I'm excited about the smokehouse. I'm excited about the possibility of having people down. I feel like we got a cool area to, to host people. They can come and hang out. and. Oh, I'm definitely coming back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've I've already invited Ethan back during hunting season, so we got some other ideas of stuff. We're gonna do some buck junkie stuff. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some fun with it because um, really, like, so Gorilla they uh, they're partnered up or same kind of parent company owns Meat. Yep. Which is a big processing brand. Like you know, they make the grinders and the stuffers yeah. and all that stuff. So we can do full on like go out harvest a deer, make sausage on it. Turn it in, then turn it into smoke, make smoke sausage, summer sausage, whatever we want to do, all right there. And I yep. think that would be cool to get some content. That'd be awesome. Doing some of that processing People stuff. People love the, the field the table stuff. Yeah, 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 that's what it would be. Field the table right there. That's pretty cool. At the smokehouse. I mean, y'all have kind of done that this year. We but did it. We did it with, yeah, we did it some. Uh, we were, you know. We didn't get the content. We got some of it. Yeah. Me and Mikey did on, on the Buck Junkies channel. We made sausage. Uh, we made breakfast sausage, and you know we showed off some of that meat stuff. And then we also uh, made some uh, smoked uh, summer sausage that we did use. And it was good. But the I didn't. But see, really the thing good. with the summer sausage is you really need two days. And we were in hunting season. You know, we were worried about going hunting, so we put it on and cooked it, and didn't record any of it because we let it smoke overnight. And it was, you know, we weren't trying to get footage of how you smoked. We touched on how you smoked it. But we didn't get to get in depth on how you take it through and then how you bloom it at the end of the water and everything that you do to it to really get it good. There's those guys like we kind of. I've watched the bearded butcher over and over and over. Those guys are do an amazing job with some of their meat cutting and the, yeah, and their sausage making stuff. Yeah, and so that's kind of we took that and adapted it their process and it it first for the first time to ever make homemade summer sausage. I think it turned out fantastic. And I pulled some of it, it out of the good, freezer. Man. Did you, did you try oh, some yeah. of it? Yeah, it was good. Because, I mean, sausage making is definitely an art. So, oh, like, definitely. to get that consistency and everything. Because yeah. a lot of times, uh, you know, you might have, like, a loose wrap or something. Like, no, that, yep. was, that was a good. Yeah. we. Uh, I'm going to have to go watch that video. It was, it was pretty cool. And it's not, I mean, it's one of those things that it helps if you have, you know, two, two a couple people doing it. But if you just follow the process, it, I mean, it's it's not super difficult. Yeah. It just takes it's some steps in time. That's all it is. Technique. Yeah, you know, technique. It's all technique. Yeah. You know. How it usually goes. There's an art to it. You're not wrong. I mean, sausage making is an art. Working on the flavors and all that because we just we didn't mix our own. I mean, I we just bought like a summer sausage kit, mm-hmm. and then I bought the high heat cheese and I bought the dehydrated jalapenos we put on it, and that's kind of what you do to make it. I mean, there's. Yeah. Some of those kits, like you can go to Academy or somewhere and buy, you know, the high country or whatever it is, yeah. or some of those different ones. Um, our friends over at, at Towns and Spices actually sell them. So we got the casings and the seasoning and the cure and everything you put in it all in one thing. But, but that's something to look forward to in the future. Heck yeah. <laughs> so do, Deer season. I'm sure you, you do seasonal recipes for how to barbecue, right? right? Like yeah, for, we do. We do. So whenever it becomes like before deer season, say it's like, October, November. Do you do like venison recipes? I've done, game? I've done some venison stuff on there, um, on barbecue, and they do fairly well. You know, yeah. a lot. You know, back straps, stuff. It's a little like bit that. of a different consumer, yeah, but there's yeah, a lot it of is, it is. There, but I've noticed, we've noticed that. I mean, people, of course, down 
all over, not just the South, but guys that typically hunt and fish typically barbecue too. So yeah. it's the same kind of, yeah. you know, or we do. And that's what I've always said in my spare time off season, you know, we think of barbecue in spring, summer, but when fall rolls around after football season, we usually go into deer season. And so I take some time off after Thanksgiving from Thanksgiving to, you know, end of January, our, our deer season runs long. So we get like, you know, almost three months. Shell would tell you it's half a year. Wouldn't you? It's a quarter of the year. <laughs> it is a quarter of the year. <laughs> But then you're right back into barbecue season the other three quarters of the year. So hard life. <laughs> Don't have time for anything. Just barbecue I was thinking about that today. I was like, he just gets whatever he wants. He? <laughs> hard work. He's just one of God's favorites. <laughs> very, very blessed. I yeah. will say that. No joke. Who can barbecue and hunt and fish? You told me that was going to be my job yeah, when I was little. That would be my dream job, you know? So I got my dream job. I'd rather be hey. in banking or finance. That's what I want to do. Would you be there? Yeah, if, no. Would you be there if Shell wasn't helping you? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still be probably drawing buildings. <laughs> you might be at the casinos, Bill Hoppins. My big casinos, you know? That was a fun job. I always say that was. <laughs> Besides barbecue, besides barbecue, my fact, the best job I've ever had is being a bellman at a casino in college. I mean, the bellmen are hooked up. You know everybody. I mean, you don't know what's going on. You talk to the bellman. It's really a perfect job for you. It is. Yeah, you meet all people from all over the world. I mean, talk to them. You help them get their luggage to their rooms and stuff. Get them whatever they need. <laughs> Casinos buck wild. Well, Mount, this weekend's Father's Day. It is. Yeah. It is. It's gonna, it means I'm going to get a big steak Sunday, right? Yep. 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 So, what would you? You going to cook it? Last year, you and Michael cooked me one. You made the steak dinner. Did we? And it was fantastic. Oh yeah, I remember it. And I got an egg cooker, and I've used that. At, you never. <laughs> I rolled my eyes when y'all gave me an egg cooker. Did I tell you about the egg cooker? I so oh, the double Mark, egg cooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark was making fun of me for a rice cooker. I said, I can top that. I got an egg cooker for Father's Day. And it's like this little round thing. It's got a dome on it, and it holds seven yeah, whole seven eggs. eggs. From Target or something. Yeah. It had to be like five bucks, right? Or, yeah, I think it was Was eight. it like an ad scene on TV? Thing? <laughs> no. It wasn't even that. No. It, it didn't have that. a name brand, I don't think. Yeah. It's just egg cooker. <laughs> it makes the perfect... Whatever size egg you if you want hard boiled, soft boiled, medium boiled, and it's super simple. Like it's, it's so a little easy. cup, and it tells you how many eggs you cook it, and that's how much water you put in it. You pour that in the bottom. You put your eggs on there. Now you do have to poke a hole in them. It's got this little like thumbtack thing. But I think that, that makes you, them easier to peel. Oh, it does. Yeah, that's what you know. I mean, it's not hard to boil eggs. It's hard to peel eggs. That's my challenge. And so I, with this, I can cook seven, and I'm gonna peel seven perfect. There's no breaking the egg or anything. <laughs> It works, dude. It flat works. And I've used it. I was like, I'm never going to use this. And we use it all the time. <laughs> Devil Day, I don't know to y'all, but deviled eggs are a delicacy to me. <laughs> a good deviled egg. That's a big thing in Missouri. Oh, is, is it? it? Every yeah. family event, yeah. That's kind of the way we are. But, I mean, they go with barbecue, so. We were talking about we do a little uh, inner office contest around here. Um, we've done dessert, margarita, soup. Yeah. Chili, you know, things like that. And we've talked about doing a deviled egg contest, but can you imagine having a judge? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. That's... That would be pretty tough. I hadn't figured out how to judge a deviled egg contest. Yeah. You would have to have to, some egg connoisseurs. 
And then you don't want to hang around them for two days. They got to get it out of their system. Are, are you a squirrel connoisseur then? Because aren't I, you judging a squirrel contest? Yeah, I, I'm judging. I'm judging oh, the world. Yeah, that's people, right. Yeah, squirrel cookoff. Uh, I like squirrels are fine meat. It really is. It really is. We just, so we could do that when you come back. We could do a squirrel hunt and then we can cook some squirrels. I might get Joe to come. I might. I might get Squirrel Man himself to come. Get some bacon wrap. You squirrel can cook kebabs. squirrels all kinds of ways. You can make squirrel tacos, squirrel dumplings, squirrel stewed squirrel, fried squirrel, smothered squirrel, squirrel gumbo. You name it. It's just like bubbling up shrimp. You, yeah. can do it, you can do it with a squirrel. Amazing animal. Well, that's about all the time we have today. Is that right? it? Well, yeah. Ethan, man, thanks again for coming down this week, for you know, for letting me get all the kitchen equipment. It looks so good in the smokehouse. Um, we're going to get a lot of great use out of that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. no, not a problem. Yeah. I, I had a blast. Glad you guys kind of showed me a little bit of Mississippi as well. Got to yeah. put the kitchen in, see the whole smokehouse. Um, it's been pretty sweet to be a part of. Shell, thanks for the hospitality. Everything uh, yeah. we did this week, everything was great. Um, we've got some a lot of exciting stuff, even just coming from this trip alone. Yeah. Um, that Killer Hogs or How to Barbecue Right will be pushing out, and we'll push some, yeah. a lot of stuff out on, on Grilla as well, so. Before I forget, we didn't. You didn't get to try blue plate mayonnaise where you were at camp. Did you? I didn't. I didn't. We didn't. I actually bought some when I was buying some supplies, like should, cleaning supplies. Yeah. Did you buy? General. We should have. Do y'all have blue plate mayonnaise in Missouri? Is it a yeah, thing? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we're I big. We're we're huge fans of blue. If you, if you wonder <laughs> why heard. we have a blue plate, a big giant blue plate bottle there, that's we are. Uh, Shell is, is a certified mayonnaise eater. She's got her car and everything. <laughs> Spoon <laughs> And we liquor. talk about it every podcast. I'm not going to let it slip with it sitting there. We're going to talk about it. It's so, about uh, lunchtime. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, especially if you didn't have breakfast this morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Malcolm. Yeah. We'll go bug Mark to. Man, yeah, if we can yeah. find some fresh tomatoes, I'll make you a tomato sandwich with blue plate, dude. You'll, <laughs> you, might move, you might move to Mississippi. Uh, taste of summer right there. It is. That's it. That's what sets summer off. It's not summertime until you get that first tomato sandwich. Mm-hmm. Well, Ethan, again, thanks, man, for coming down. We really enjoyed it. Um, it's It's been a blast, and we'll do it again. Shell, where can everybody find us? Well, real quick, uh, for Grilla, if somebody uh-huh. wanted to check things out, check out this outdoor kitchen, where would they go? Grillagrills.com. Grillagrills.com. Follow us on social media, everything, at Grillagrills. At Grillagrills. Yep. Hey, Gorilla, a lot of exciting a, stuff uh, yeah. just coming next few months, and then especially in the next 12 months, we'll have some some big announcements. So There's a heck of a Facebook community on there for Gorilla Girls, too. Yeah, Y'all do there a great is. job with it, and there's They're a very, lot of loyal fans. Loyal. Those guys help each other and kind of inspired us to do our Let's Get the Cooking community. It's the yeah. same kind of thing. It's like, you know, you get guys on there that just want to talk grilling and help everybody out. So It's an awesome resource to have. Yep. But if you would like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. Well, we appreciate everybody listening today. We'll be back next week, and we gone. <laughs>